hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello and welcome to episode number eight. Hey, nice to have you back with me or with me for the first time. We've got a good podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about secrets. (laughs) We're going to be revealing secrets. We're going to be talking about the mind-body connection. We're going to be talking about how to get inside your brain in a way that is helpful right? Not dizzying (laughs) and labyrinthifying, if that's a word. If it's not, I just made it up. Of course, it's not a word. Labyrinthifying is not a word. So this week is going to be good. I'm going to put some things in a different kind of frame than you might have experienced it before. The secrets that I'm going to be revealing to you are not necessarily new unless uh, this is a new podcast for you. However, I'm going to be putting it in a new light that might reveal some things to you about yourself or your situation. And in particular, in this place and time, I think it continues to be so important for us to pay attention in this moment in time. So let me start by asking you a few questions about where you're at, just to help you kind of touch base with yourself. Because a lot of things have happened in the last week. Things have been all over the news. There's been a lot of big events in the United States and in the world. And how are you feeling about it right now? Are you, have you given yourself a moment to feel how you're feeling? Or have you felt the feelings that you don't want to feel, thought, thoughts that you don't really want to think, and you've just kind of been, you know, moving along while they flit in and out of your attention on the side and you pick up the your phone, or for those of you that still read from paper, physical things, (laughs) pick that up and like, what? Sigh, make some kind of sound, verbalize your distress, and then put it down and carry on because you don't want to think about it anymore because it's just too much. Yeah, so how have you been coping, managing, reacting, behaving around stuff that's going on in the world right now. And can you look at that without blame or self-judgment? Can you just perceive, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. How curious. Look at that and observe. And the reason I want to highlight this moment in time for us is that so many of us really are feeling like the circumstances in the world right now are presenting 
all of these impossible blocks that we cannot surmount or potentially in the future we cannot surmount. A part of us kind of knows that we will because what else are we going to do, right? (laughs) But there's a lot of fear and trepidation about the future, continuing to be a lot of fear and trepidation about the future, a lot of fatigue. And I think while we experience that either in ourselves or in the just world around us, we need to remember to be mindful of how we are uh, showing up within that broader cultural context, within that atmosphere of feeling, and that we are showing up in a way that is intentional and that is supportive of our own well-being and therefore the well-being of people immediately in relation to us and then you know beyond exponentially in that way because remember we can't control those circumstances around us but we can control how we show up yes this is what i want to ask you next so in spite of all of this stuff that's going on i really would like to invite you to check in with where your mind is going in terms of the future and when you think about 2022 and the new year and this idea of new beginnings and having a fresh start what would you like for yourself and here's what i want to suggest that whatever you want it's your choice It is 100% your choice. What do you want for your 2022? What do you want for your next week, for the rest of your day? Look, I'm not suggesting that you can wave a magic wand and wake up in a fairy castle with all the things that you want and fountains flowing with chocolate. (laughs) Of course. But I'm also not suggesting that you can wave a magic wand and have all of life's challenges be removed. I'm not suggesting that you can wake up to some kind of perfection. All I'm suggesting is that you can wake up to the possibility that you have a choice in how you want to show up in amidst whatever circumstances in your life you can show up and create your life no matter the circumstances and this is completely intertwined with persistent pain and chronic pain because it gives us this sense that we cannot show up that we are trapped inside our own body and that our body is dictating how we can show up and I want to really get close into this and get close into that mind body 
body relationship and know that one feeds the other. And we have to get in there and recognize where we have the potential to make choice, where we have the potential to grow inside that relationship and plant the seed that we want to grow in our life. So when I ask you, what do you want? What do you, what would you choose for yourself? That is part of planting that seed. When you get your own mind, you're no longer at the mercy of it. When you get that pain signals are coming from your nervous system, they're just a product of your nervous system. It doesn't eliminate the presence of pain, but it entirely changes it or changes it entirely. (laughs) It changes your experience of it and therefore it changes. If you are willing to plant that seed in the midst of those circumstances, it's a very powerful catalyzing choice. It catalyzes your own internal power. So I want to tell you a story about what happened to me this last weekend in relation to this. And then I'm going to tell you these two big secrets about chronic pain and why it's so important right now in these times to understand how this all works. So last week, my kids were off school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I got it in my mind that I was going to cook pie with them on Wednesday. Like a couple of decades ago now, (laughs) I got it in my head that I wanted to be the person who cooks amazing pie. I thought that would be fun and said, started saying, announcing to family and friends, like, I'll make the pie. I want to make the pie. I want to take that on. I will do it. I will make amazing pie. And in my mind, there was this vision of me, the amazing pie maker, creating amazing pie. And I love pie, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I I have no idea where this idea came from. I know it has something to do with my desire to be a good homemaker, a good chef, a good provider, right? It's kind of all mixed in there. And that fact that I like to eat pie, right? (laughs) It's all mixed in there. But anyway, I got it. And what I realize now, which I didn't realize then, back then I just suffered. But what I realize now is that my idea of being the person who makes wonderful pie was one thing. And then actually the reality of making pie was another thing entirely. And I made that choice before I had really any experience in making pie. So here I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And I also made the constraint of making healthy pie because that was also a priority for me. So it was like, all right, I'm going to make healthy, perfect pie and everything was going to be great. (laughs) All in my imagination. So what happened every year undoubtedly is that I would attempt to make this healthy, perfect pie and it would never, never succeed. 
there would always be some failure along the way. And I would always get stressed and irritable and suffer. And the people around me would probably suffer because who wants to be around somebody in the kitchen who's stressed and irritable and angry (laughs) and then needs to go walk it off, right? Familiar to anybody? So this year I got in the kitchen and created this or walked into this situation with all of this stress already, but at the same time trying to keep it down, trying to keep myself level and, you know, new, two new recipes, totally new, two pies I never made before, trying to figure out recipes on the phone and also with several different time constraints on top of me uh, that I allowed myself to buy into. And this experience as well that I wanted to have with my kids. So there was a lot of pressure already from the get-go. And me in the midst of that, trying to stay level-headed and keep myself in a calm place. And I will say that I did succeed at not letting my emotions carry me into uh, stressing out on my family. They experienced my stress, but at least I didn't lash out on them. (laughs) At one point, you know, I was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's going to be fine. At one point, when it got, things got really hairy, like when we were putting the top crust (laughs) of this gluten-free crust, which is so tricky because it does not stretch, it just breaks, okay? And putting the top crust on, my daughter was like, there one minute, gone the next. She just like, totally disappeared (laughs) in this very stressy moment. And I knew it was why she just like, oh, I can't handle it. It's too much. I need to go. (laughs) So, so she left, she took care of her, which was awesome. Anyway. Um, so what happened in this situation is that we ended up with two pies, perfectly edible, perfectly imperfect. And myself, a complete mess internally. I had this level of neck tension that I get that had been growing all morning. And because my focus was so intent upon getting these pies done in this amount of time and um, making it a, as much as I could, a good experience for my kids, I was holding so much of this in and down. So I wasn't really allowing myself to feel it, right? I was just like, need to get this done. And so by midday, the plan was for my husband to take the kids off and then for me to work the rest of the afternoon. But I couldn't because I was completely and utterly tapped. I laid down on my bed and I had such pain in my neck that it was running up into my head. I had this raging headache and it was making me nauseous and I was shaking. Literally, my whole body was trembling and I felt a little bit faint, in fact. So here I was and I was like, well, I've basically screwed myself for the afternoon. And in that moment, my husband came over to me and it was like, you know, how do I want to respond to this? 
how do I want to respond to this invitation of, you know, loving care from my husband? And in the past, I I don't know how I would have responded, but I imagine that it was much more likely for me to not want to admit or succumb, right? Not to want to admit my failure or to succumb to my body's, like, being spent. But in this moment, I allowed myself to admit it and to express openly that I had messed up, that I hadn't been able to listen to myself. And I cried. I just cried. And I opened my arms to be hugged by my husband. And in this moment, as these tears were just leaking, these hot tears and this tight pain in my throat from the crying, trying to get out. All the pain dissipated in that moment. It just washed away. And I was sitting there crying, feeling the pain in my, now my throat and the heat of my tears and feeling my shame and my anger. And I was like, wow, look at that my pain in my neck has disappeared for the moment, for the moment. I have no expectations about the future, but just present to that. My headache is gone. My nausea is gone. All I feel is my shame, my anger, and my tears, right? Because there was shame. I was like, come on, you can't take a day, a morning off and cook two pies and still be like with it enough to get a bit of work done in the afternoon. Like how pathetic. <laughs> this is what my brain was saying to me. And I didn't even realize that I was having this internal dialogue with myself. Like, leave me alone. I'm fine. No, you're not fine. You're collapsing. Leave me alone. I can do this. No, you can't do this. You're pathetic. Right? <laughs> back and forth. And I didn't even realize that this was happening to myself. Now, the big difference between this situation in the past and this situation now is that I can be present in the moment of awareness. I might not be able to be aware every moment, right? Yet. And you might not be able to be aware every moment yet, but what you can learn to do is to seize the opportunity for choice when it arises in your awareness. Most of us continue to live feeling like we don't have choice in that kind of scenario. We feel like screwed it's screwed now. It's messed up. Everything's messed up. And we continue to live inside the story of the pain and the suffering that we've accidentally created. And maybe, maybe there's no such thing as accidents even. Maybe if we can be present in that moment of potential, right? where we become aware, where the pain calls us in to 
presence like no other force can. And we become aware of ourselves in that moment with that pain. We can see that this is a potential choice to make. Not a choice that can absolve the past or make the pain go away or make everything perfect again, but a choice in how we show up to it. So in that moment, I got to deepen my relationship with my husband. I got to release the pent-up pressure. I got, he got to comfort me, which gives him so much pleasure and joy and a sense of being, you know, connected to me in that moment. What I didn't get to do was all the work that I had wanted to do for the rest of the afternoon. But what I did get to do the rest of the afternoon was to pay attention to myself and try and lean into that situation and figure out what had happened and take care of myself in that moment. Now, I could have continued to try to get work done. I could have pushed and pushed and pushed myself further, but I chose not to. I had deadlines. I had all the work still hanging over my head that I had that morning. But in that moment, I chose for myself that I could rearrange my priorities. And if any of this is sounding interesting to you, great. And if any of this is sounding annoying to you, great. I totally get that. I get hearing how other people's, oh, I figured something out. It was an opportunity for me. Yay. I I totally understand how that can sound frustrating and annoying and trigger lots of feelings of resentment. And I lived in that place for years of resenting other people's, uh, you know, positive experiences. So I completely understand that reaction as well. So if you happen to be having that kind of experience, here's what I want to invite for you is that that reaction itself is no different from the pain that you feel in your body. It's all pain in your brain. And what I invite you to do is allow yourself to feel that feeling. Whatever you feel in the moment, just allow it. Don't think that you have to feel good for me or good for yourself or better or anything. You can feel angry. You can feel annoyed. You can feel anything you want to feel. And just accept it without any judgment. Just like, wow, this is how I feel right now, period. And accept it. Don't try to change it. Don't try to improve it in any way. Just feel it and see what that offers you. I find that one of the biggest points of stress is trying to be somebody else. In everybody that I talk to in my own life, in my husband's life, in my kids' lives, 
trying to live up to our expectations of what we think we should be, that we see in other people, that we, these visions that we create for ourselves. We create so much internal stress just in this one way which is trying to be something else. So for this moment, whatever you're feeling, don't try and change it. Don't try and change how you feel ever, but especially in this moment, allow it to be whatever it is. This is the doorway to creating the change that you want. This is the doorway to choice. As long as you're trying to be something that you are not, it takes so much energy that you don't even know what your choice is. You're just trying to be something else, some fabrication. This is the secret, the first secret I'm going to share with you today. Almost all chronic pain comes from sustained stress. Originally, I had written sustained high levels of stress, but in fact, it's really low level stress that we don't even recognize or allow ourselves to recognize because we're so busy working on being the person that we think that we should be. We're not willing to give in that idea in exchange for less stress or even comfort in our own lives. So where in your life are you currently experiencing sustained stress? And I want to invite you to look beyond your physical pain if you experience chronic pain. Don't stay there, but look into other areas of your life. The pain that you feel in your body is a symptom. Where else in your life are you experiencing stress right now? And here's the secret number two to help you frame how you think about it. Secret number two, most Stress is a construct of the mind and therefore can be deconstructed. Most stress is a construct of your mind. Just in the way that I thought, I must make this pie in this way. It must be this kind of an experience with my children. It must happen in this amount of time. All of that was a creation of my mind about myself, about an experience, about the day, about time, a construct of my mind. So where in your life is this present? Is this happening? Well, it's happening everywhere, <laughs> but where is it happening in relation to stress? And know that you can deconstruct it. Notice that I say deconstruct 
not fix or change or transform. Because it's not about changing all the things. And in fact, going around trying to change yourself or to change your circumstances would be continuing to live on that treadmill, right? Racing around, trying to fix all these things. It's about being present in that moment with the thoughts, with the feelings. And only when you slow things way down and you stop trying to do, 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 fix, 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 perfect, 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 and get really close and intimate with yourself and your mind, can you have even the space for that deconstruction process to get inside there and see and feel and observe? This is how you resolve pain at the source, right? Almost all chronic pain comes from sustained levels of stress over many years. This is not my idea. This is research. And it is shown not just with chronic pain, but with all illnesses, right? What I want to offer you that's different is that whatever the stress that you've experienced in your life thus far, whatever you're experiencing now, you can deconstruct and reconstruct your perception of it. And you can rewrite the script from now going forward and you can do it one experience at a time. Just in the way that I am, I did it this weekend or last week with this pie fiasco, right? I began to rewrite a bit more of that script. I'm going to rewrite it again the next time it surfaces for me. I'm going to continue to shape and mold and evolve that experience in a way that I want it to because that's my choice and you have that same choice choice is power choice is your individual power that no one can take away from you you always get to choose how you show up in any situation in any circumstance And even if things go haywire, at any time you become conscious, you become aware, you become present, you can always choose at that juncture. Right? I was like four hours in the kitchen getting more and more and more and more stressed. It wasn't until I got to this point of high stress that I was like, whoa, sister, (laughs) you know? Get off the horse, sit down, because you have gone too far. I didn't do it for four hours or however long it was, five hours. But there came a time and it was like, here's the opportunity. And that's when the opportunity to choose comes. So what I'm not saying is that you can just create this from now and always have a perfect 
life and perfect choice. No, you're working with your brain. Your brain has to have a chance to build these experiences, to have these discoveries and to move on from them, right? So that's the actual step-by-step process where you put one foot in front of the other. So my invitation for you in this next month is to really lean into this idea that you really do have choice and that choice is a source of power for you and that every time you feel that you have choice and you feel weak and you feel put upon, allow yourself to feel those feelings and at the same time acknowledge that you have a choice. Yes, I feel and also I have a choice. Right now I feel and also I have a choice. You don't have to change who you are. You just have to be who you are and who you are is someone who fundamentally because of the nature of your brain and the nature of ideas being presented to your brain. You have choice. That idea is now yours to take, to have, to hold, to nurture for the rest of your life in whatever way you see fit. Having choice does not mean that you will always make the best choice. Relieve yourself of that pressure. Having choice simply means that when you become awake and aware, you then have power. You are no longer at the mercy of your mind or anything else. And every choice is an experiment. That's it. So if you know that almost all chronic pain comes from sustained levels of stress, and if you can look into your life and experience and explore where is this happening, and if you can be present with yourself in that situation, or even when you think about that situation, how does this affect me? Deconstruct that experience And then you can choose to reconstruct it according to your desire. And lastly, what I'll say is that how much you utilize this information or take it on is 100% your choice. Thank you for joining me. Make sure today that you stay tuned all the way through the outro because I'm going to give you information about a very special free workshop that you can attend to see how this process works and learn how you can apply it yourself. It's happening this weekend and next week. All the information is coming your way in just a moment, so stay tuned. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. If you want to get powerful insight into your own mind and learn more about the mind-body connection in your 
life, then make sure you sign up for the free workshop. There are two. The first one is Saturday, December 4th, and the second one is Wednesday, December 8th. You need to sign up in order to get the link to join. So make sure you do that. It's totally free. Everyone is invited. You'll find a link to sign up in the show notes. Or if you're on my mailing list, be on the lookout for information there. Or you can always have a look at www.movetonourish.com. That's move, T-O, nourish.com. Move to Nourish.